The following was recorded in front of a live studio audience at the Studio 21 Podcast Cafe. Welcome to this episode of Pit Life Barbecue. Gather around the pit with your hosts, Johnny Mags and Messy Mike. Let's talk barbecue. What's up, everybody? Coming to you live from the Studio 21 Podcast Cafe in Salem, New Hampshire. It's the Pit Life Barbecue Podcast, where we talk everything barbecue and a lot of other topics that you'd normally talk around a pit. As always, I'm joined by Messy Mike. Happy Tuesday. Happy Tuesday. How are you? I'm all right. How are you? Excellent. We're a day early. We are. But we're actually on time. Yes. Same time, different day. Yeah. Yes. How did, how, how did it used to go? Same bat time, same bat channel? Yep. Same clothes. Same bat time, different bat cave. <laughs> Something along those lines. And it's Taco Tuesday today. Taco Tuesday to, to set off the new time slot. And speaking of Taco Tuesdays, we're also joined again by <laughs> our good friend Sean Hopkins. How are you, buddy? Oh, fantastic. I, uh, I'm happy to be here, and I want that little grill tray because <laughs> I'm, I'm going to use that. Yeah, I bought, a, I bought a new grill. That does look awesome. <laughs> that, that, look, that is awesome. It's so cute and petite. Johnny, do you want to show that off for the camera? <laughs> Absolutely. I just have to share yeah, the show. I know you're busy. Quick. I hate to inconvenience you. <laughs> yeah, it's all right. That's prepared. No, no lid, right? Where are we here? Doesn't come with a lid. No lid. But, you know, Weber grill. Yeah. <laughs> ashtray. <laughs> Figured that's right up my alley there. That's Got the grates nice. and everything. I, I wonder if grill grates makes any for the ashtrays. That would be awesome. <laughs> Anything, oh. but I do want to give a quick shout out to my friend Bill Purvis from Chicken Fried Barbecue. Mm-hmm. He has been. Uh, I saw the flag. Yeah, <laughs> sent me a, he sent me a new toy. So we'll break this bad boy out. Make sure it's straight. Oh, it looked a lot bigger when JJ was holding it. <laughs> yeah, well, it's JJ, so get it up there so everyone can see. Chicken, chicken fried, fried barbecue. barbecue. And then, uh, chicken fried barbecue. Yeah, on Instagram and YouTube. And I be- also believe that's the name of his competition team. Mm-hmm. And he is. That's cool. He's for a competition full team. bore into the competition season down there in the great state of Texas. Yeah. Well, I think everybody's in full bore right now. Yeah. That does competitions. Yeah. Well, <laughs> it's just starting to get warmed back up up this way, so. Yes, finally. So. Today we have Sean in, and I think I think it's safe to say. What? That. You're going to say it. You can say it. I'll what let are, you say it. What are we saying? Um, what are we something, saying? There's something new that's happening in Amesbury. There's something that's happening in Amesbury? And it has to do with tacos, Is bourbon. Yeah. <laughs> All right, we're gonna uh, we're going for it. There's a lot of hard work to be done, but we have announced uh, that we are going to open Hoppy's Cantina in Amesbury, Massachusetts. It's going to be tacos and tequila, barbecue and bourbon. Super, super excited about it. I was just in the space today. We launched the Indiegogo uh, crowdsourcing funding campaign mm-hmm. uh, this week. It started off really nice, so some people are already buying bar stools and. Uh, I'm really hoping that that one person is going to sign up for the guest chef so we can actually, you know, build a dinner around that. If only I knew some guys that cooked barbecue that knew how to, you know, (laughs) participate in a guest chef type thing. 
if only I knew a guy or two. I'd be able to that uh, do something. Maybe, <laughs> maybe, maybe you guys could recommend somebody to me. Maybe, <laughs> we know because you do like a show about barbecue and you have barbecue people on. Maybe we'll fly uh, CJ in from California. Hey, <laughs> <laughs> that could work. <laughs> that would be fun. Now, um, the yeah. Indiegogo thing. Right. What is it? And like, I mean, does do a lot of restaurants use it? Does it work? Is uh, it? Well, yeah, um, there's a, a few crowdsourcing, uh, crowdfunding uh, type projects. Indiegogo is a little bit different um, in that you can do a partial uh, goal. So if you don't achieve your whole goal, mm-hmm. you still uh, receive the, the support. And that's really the cool thing is that I live in Amesbury, Massachusetts. Mm-hmm. I love that town. And the reason we shut Lobster Q down was to pursue this opportunity. I knew I couldn't do both. I, I just couldn't. That's fair and true, by the way. So when this opportunity came to us, um, had to jump on it. Mm-hmm. Absolutely had to jump on it. And the way Indiegogo is helpful for us is there's things that we want to do. Like I could open the doors tomorrow and sell 24 burritos, put a little chalkboard out front. But we want to take this opportunity to do some redesign, right? So we're going we're gonna to apply literally all the money that we get from this campaign. We're going to apply towards redesigning the bar. Um, the building's really cool. It's uh, right in downtown Amesbury. Um, it's got brick walls. In the front, it's got floor-to-ceiling windows. It's really got a lot of character. And so we, what we want to do is take the bar out that's there and rebuild a center horseshoe bar. Okay. In the middle of the dining area, mm-hmm. um, off to off to you know, there's kind of two sections, and then we'll have seating and high tops around that, and that's not an uh, inexpensive thing to do. Uh, so we are putting all that money into it, and everybody that wants to help us, um, there's we're already ten percent funded. And we just started, which is really cool. Nice, uh, modest goal twenty thousand, mm-hmm. and uh, we're going to put all that into that redesign. Nice. We got nice. do have a question from Shoot. David Billings. Is this the same as the cantina in Newburyport near the industrial park? It is not. No. no. Nope. Not not the same thing at all. Um, <laughs> I mean, it's me, so I'm a pretty good pretty good authority to answer that question. <laughs> yeah, this is his first Tex Mex. Yeah, tacos and tequila barbecue. Now, how are you? Um, so for tequila and bourbons, I mean, yes. I'm, I'm a beer drinker. I mean, I know you're a. Bourbon drinker, whiskey Well, drinker. we all know what happens when you drink whiskey. We, uh, <laughs> Do you drink tequila? Huh? You drink tequila. She drinks tequila. Okay. When I so when you tequila. when you drink, like, what are you looking for to have in your restaurant? Like, what 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 flavor profile are you having? Or are you looking at brand, you know, types of brands? Or what are you looking for in that aspect? Well, here's the thing. So, basically, when we're talking tacos and barbecue, we're really talking about a Tex-Mex theme. Mm-hmm. Right. So we want to bring a whole bunch of really cool flavors to that. And the tequila and the bourbon is really it's been fun for research purposes for me, because prior to this, I was more of a single malt scotch guy. And, uh, you know, I take the whole tour of Scotland uh, on my palate, so to speak. Uh, big fan of the uh, Islay malts, uh, Lagavulin, yeah. um, Laphroaig, uh, Ardbeg. Um, love that stuff. So I have. Uh, I don't want to say gone out of my comfort zone, but I've been trying new things. And I, I, I literally said to my wife last night, um, she was going to be very nice and buy me an art bag, uh, a, a special edition called Groovy, which is 
lovely. I tasted it this weekend, but it's a $133 bottle. And uh, she was going to uh, suggest that we pick that up. And I said, you know what? <laughs> I said, you know what? I have to be smart. I said that. I have to be smart. And by being smart, what I meant was I need to buy tequila and bourbon that I haven't had so that I can take notes. That's ah, smart. Right? That is smart. <laughs> Crazy like a fox. <laughs> So yeah, yeah. So that's what I'm doing. I'm I'm buying a different thing every time. Mm-hmm. I tried something called 1742. I try uh, talking bourbons. Um, I tried something called Wiggly Bridge. Um, I just picked up uh, Jefferson's, mm-hmm. and it is really interesting for me because I wouldn't have thought I had a bourbon palate to get into this and find <laughs> things that I'm enjoying. So I don't. I yeah, mean, the Jeff the Jefferson's is really good. Oh, and affordable too. Yeah, it's like thirty or thirty-two dollars a bottle. Uh, the flavor profile was really consistent on the palate. Um, had a little bit of uh, pepper and spice, but really smooth. Uh, drank very, very well. Um, I got you know a little bit of vanilla, uh, a little bit of oak, um, and it really just it it bloomed, which is really cool. Because sometimes, sometimes I find a bourbon will like hit you right away and then fade. Yeah, or hit you and turn to an off-putting kind of thing. Yeah, yeah, yeah. What I really, I mean, we all have different tastes, so that's fine. But for me, I don't have a sweet palate. So I've been I've been finding that I can get into a rye whiskey, you know, that gets some of that pepper and cinnamon yeah. on it, and, and, and it's dry enough. And yeah, I'm having a lot of fun. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I'm a big fan of the, um, the Woodford Reserves. Oh yeah, but those those can get pricey. That can get there, up there. Mm-hmm. The uh, the Buffalo Trace is an excellent bourbon too. Yeah. Uh, who else was? You actually had a like bourbon a whistle, taste whistle pig. Because you had a you had a that's not nice. I had a, a pod, taste. I had a, a tasting party. that we went to, and it was buy a bottle for fifty bucks or less. Yep. And everybody bought a bottle, so there was tons of bourbons there. You know, and. I tried my hardest to take a glass, fill it with ice, sip it, you know, enjoy it, relax a little bit. Screw that. Give me a beer. <laughs> nope. Nope. I'll talk beers all day long, but when I taste bourbon, it tastes like a barrel. And tequila tastes like tequila. I'm going to give you a little hint. Tequila tastes okay. like it's tequila. It's in a barrel. I'm, I'm going to give you, you, a, you a, see a, the, just a little thing. The sophisticated analysis. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I hope you didn't come here what's, for help. <laughs> well, what's tequila taste like? Um, Tequila. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, because, yeah, it tastes like. Whiskey you know, is in a barrel. I know it is, and that's all I, like, so yeah, you it get burns. Oak, yeah. Bur- yep. Huh. Yep. Beer, I'll Stick talk all day long. This, this show is very educational. So, so I'm assuming you didn't have craft beers there as well. Is my last name Hopkins? Yes. Yep. Hops. So, <laughs> definitely, definitely. Perfect. But um, there's one. There's one company I'm particularly interested in working with, um, and that's Shiner uh, for a brewery. Because when I think about Tex-Mex, I think Shiner, you need and Shiner, I yeah. think how it it bridges the gap. Uh, between the t- say tacos and brisket, and mm-hmm. by the way, brisket tacos sounds pretty fantastic to me. So yeah, uh, we're gonna we're gonna get with Shiner right away. Um, I think we'll probably be able to run about twelve taps total 
And then um, we'll see what we have for bottle selections, things like that. And yep. uh, yeah, so we'll do, you know, we'll probably have like a Dos Equis Negro, Modelo, Modelo Special, oh, I love Shiner. The Modelos. Yeah, and then we're also going to try to get things like Sip of Sunshine and, you know, uh, let's, well, you know, here's, a, here's an unfortunate thing too. We're a 30 second walk from Brewery Sylvaticus in Amesbury, and they do this absolutely wonderful beer, and I can see it from my front door and I can't get it in my restaurant. <laughs> it's pissing me off. It's got to be a way That's around awesome. this. It's got to be a way around this. <clears throat> They're all over me today. What? Are you well, getting heckled? A little a little bit, but Kent has a question for you. For me. Well, actually, it's for me, Mags. Yeah. What happens to Mike when he drinks too much Gentleman Jack? <laughs> <laughs> I fall on couches <laughs> and pass out for 30 minutes. <laughs> uh, that's on film, isn't it? Yes, it is. No. no. <laughs> Not that part? It wasn't oh, on thank film. God. <laughs> it was on live feed, so there's really only about maybe eight to ten people who... So Who if can someone, vouch for if it? someone was smart, they would have been videotaping the actual we live did, feed. <laughs> yeah, but this well, the live feed was then, but no, yeah. no one the 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 Google Hangouts after show isn't I was, I isn't was recorded. Messed up. So there is eight to ten people that will confirm the face plant. Yes, I tried to be. I man, I manned up. I hundred percent manned oh, up. Oh, you you manned up on <laughs> and it. I made it. Then sounds I, like, then I, then sounds I like 50% man <laughs> It was kind of. <laughs> isn't, isn't completing the activity part? Like, like The activity is completed. It was the after show. It was the after hours like uh, conversation. Well, let's say that uh, John is working the parallel bars in the Olympics, and uh, he goes face plant before. I mean, that's not a proper dismount. <laughs> you didn't complete the activity. You ever see me in spandex? <laughs> I'm trying to picture a mother. Hey, hey, what's that like? <laughs> she's Can't never seen me in spandex. Says. Well, actually, yeah, she technically under armor, so <laughs> technically it's, she has. It's not right. pretty. Right? It's not a pretty sight. <laughs> so, um, um, isn't there? Uh, there's another brewery in uh, Amesbury too. Um, yeah, Bearwolf. Bearwolf. Uh, they do a great job too. It's it's really nice. The whole like I love the downtown area, and, I, and I'm super excited to be a part of it. I I can't wait. Um, Thursday or Friday, I think we're actually going to uh, start dismantling the bar. Mm -hmm. So then the hard work really begins. And there's you know there's there's okay like doing the restaurant operation is one thing. I'm familiar with that. Um, but applying for all the licensing and the permits and things like that, I, I am already coming across some surprises, which is why the Indiegogo campaign is very helpful for us. Yep. Um, for example, uh, we have to notify the abutters that we're applying for a liquor license and whatnot. Um, no problem. So I figured I'd walk across the street and say hi to the hey. <laughs> hi to the neighbors. Hey, uh, I'm going to have a, a canteen. It's going to be fun. But no, it's not like that at all. <laughs> So I went to the assessor's office and they gave me a sheet of paper and the sheet of paper wasn't just like the neighbors that touched the property. It's like three miles around or something. So it's like 140 names. Okay. Now, not a big deal. I'm perfectly happy to reach out to 140 people and say, howdy neighbor. Um, however, what you have to do is send them all certified letters, certified oh. men, right? Jesus. So it's not even just that you're mailing a letter. You got to spend the, the money for a certified, certified mailer. And I walked into the mayor's office and they started laughing at me. <laughs> and they're like, welcome to doing business in the People's Republic of Massachusetts. 
Yep. And uh, there's no way around it. And the thing they, they said that I found uh, particularly interesting is they said, uh, here's the thing. Um, a third of them are going to come back unopened, right? So that's a waste. And then, by the way, nobody's going to go to the hearing. So we're just going to have that little exercise in, in spending money. So, wow. Yeah. So that's great. All oh. right. So that music is – we're going to take a quick little break for uh, – uh, our first commercial first commercial advertiser yep and uh it, check it out and uh we'll be back right in back. a minute attention barbecue fans if you're hankering for some meat when you're on the go i'd like you to try two guys beef jerky it's smokehouse cilantro beef jerky with fresh cilantro and a classic blend of spices and flavors this smokehouse cilantro jerky will quickly become one of your favorites one bite of this amazing jerky and you'll be hooked a three ounce bag sells for eight dollars and will sell you three bags for just 19.98 that's a 20 percent savings but that's not all for our Pit Life Barbecue listeners out there, we've got a special just for you. We'll throw in a bag of our bacon jerky free. This is fiery, sriracha-style bacon jerky, and it's addictive, and it's absolutely free. Three bags of beef jerky and a bag of bacon jerky for just $19.98. That's a $12 savings right there, and that's still not all. Order now and put BBQ as your coupon code, and we'll even pick up the shipping. Go to twoguys.com slash jerky. That's the number twoguys.com slash jerky. Put three beef jerkies in your cart and put the coupon code BBQ and we'll automatically include a free bacon jerky and cover the shipping costs. Twoguys.com slash jerky. That's the number twoguys.com slash jerky. Three bags of the best beef jerky you ever tasted. It's one bag of the addictive bacon jerky and free shipping on the whole order. Order today because this offer expires soon. Twoguys.com slash jerky. And we're back. Two guys beef jerky. I can it's pretty excellent. much speak for the both of us that it is phenomenal. Oh, yeah. Both the cilantro beef jerky and the sriracha bacon jerky is out of this world. I've had the world. sriracha bacon. It's awesome. Yeah. Jerky boys. So that's a first commercial. That was fantastic, Ed. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Thanks, crazy They knocked Ed. it we, out of the park on that we, one. We may have others in the future. Nice. And if I'm waving to Sean's fans. <laughs> Pay no attention to the man behind the curtain. <laughs> and if you're interested in advertising with us, it can be as low as $40 a week and quarterly. And you, your commercial, commercial will, for a 60 second commercial, and your commercial will never disappear because it will be archived in all the previous episodes. Yep. As long as they're around. Yes, and if they want more information, then hit us up and you can hit us up and uh, send them that information. Pit Life Barbecue Podcast dot yeah dot yeah yeah oh dot com dot gov dot yeah Pit Life Barbecue Podcast at gmail dot com. Bam. Uh, I Excellent. think it's uh, really awesome that with your advertising program, each uh, advertisement that purchased, uh, John's going to get a face tattoo. I think that's cool. <laughs> that's very cool. So your logo right on the that's right, right on the forehead. Nice. I got plenty of room. I think, <laughs> I, I think that's, that's 10 bucks extra. 10 bucks extra. <laughs> well, he was going to do a cattle prod last week. <laughs> oh, my God. I laughed, Ed. I laughed so hard on a cigar. Oh. <laughs> uh, uh. I do it. I do. I I do want to 
get him. If you have that at some point next week, yeah. we'll just do it. Well, well Dave I'll, came right out and said, he goes, I want to do it to somebody. So we'll so do it next week. Dave's game, Dave's down on Perfect. It, so. Perfect. Um, You're a bad influence. <laughs> <laughs> so, tacos. Tacos. Let's get to tacos. tacos. So, what, um, I know you're, you're just in the beginning stages, sure. but, um, you know, tacos, uh, what else are you are going to be offering, um, you know, maybe not right away, but maybe down the road as well, but is it, or is it just going to be strictly tacos, different types of street tacos? Right. So basically what I want you to be able to do is pick the, the protein, right? The, the meat that you want. Mm-hmm. And it can be, we're, we're experimenting with a number of different things. Um, last weekend I did an experiment that as I was eating the taco, I was thinking, you know what? I would pay money for this. Another, I, I personally would pay money for got this. Got another comment. No, great. Lobster tacos? Lobster tacos. You know, we've done lobster salad tacos at Lobster Q, so I wouldn't be surprised if that appears as a special. Um, we're thinking of a couple of fish tacos, like um, an ahi tuna, uh, tartar tuna, tuna tartar taco time, and uh, maybe a sautéed haddock type thing. Um, I think that would be kind of fun. Um, but the experiment this weekend was uh, essentially carnitas. So when I talk Tex-Mex, this is like a great example because basically what we'll be doing is we'll be smoking pork butts and it's going to turn into pulled pork mm-hmm. and carnitas. So there's your Tex-Mex, right? Now you explain what carnitas is. People it, that don't know. It's pulled pork. <laughs> now hold on. We, we got we got California and Texas out here, <laughs> right. so tread lightly. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, well, the way we did it this time was uh, a particular rub that I thought translated really well. And then when we shredded it, uh, we did it uh, with some salsa verde. And uh, oh my gosh, the, the flavor, like um, we were smoking the tomatillas for it at the same time. Mm-hmm. And it just came out so savory and moist and uh, oh, just soft taco and the cheese. And I, I one, one thing is hard. I should have eh, should have brought tacos. Um one thing we're going to teach people about is uh, the taco tuck. And because... Taco tuck? The taco tuck. Okay. What oh is my God. taco tuck? What is the taco tuck? All I'm right. Not, I'm, I'm not aware of this. This, this is why... I usually just stuff it all in my face bring... and be done with it. <laughs> yeah. But sometimes you pick up a taco and things are falling out of it, right? Correct. Yeah. So what I actually do is when I pick it up, I fold the corner in and I pinch it. I get a little taco tuck. Uh-huh. Yeah. Oh. So it's kind of like a scoop. What if it's a hard shell taco? Well, I didn't give you that, man. <laughs> well, you're on are your you, own on that one. Are you, are you going to be serving both soft and hard, or? Ah, that's to be whoa, determined. Whoa, whoa, okay. whoa, 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 I'm just asking. John, family show. John. Family show. Spilling everywhere. What I said? Get Viagra as a next uh, <laughs> advertiser or something? Then we will get a tattoo. Jesus. I'm not going to. I can get, you know how they have the teardrops? Yeah. Right. I can get the little blue pill. <laughs> <laughs> All right, I I will Good I will chip God. in for that one. <laughs> I will chip in for that one. Absolutely. But I did I did hear um speaking of the lobster taco, I did hear uh oh, and I can't remember if it was pulled pork, but I think it was brisket. I think it was lobster and brisket. And it was a taco. Surf and turf taco. Lobster yeah, and brisket. He, that's huh? what I think they called it and a lot of people said it was excellent. Huh. I don't know exactly what he did with it, but I know it was consisted of um brisket and lobster. Interesting. Did they take the lobster out of the shell? They did. Oh, good. Good. They That's did. smart. That's and smart. Um, I was watching Carnival Eats, <laughs> and um, the guy 
made a it was a lobster taco. So basically, it was, a, it was like lobster coleslaw. Mm-hmm. Um, but then he also put um, clam chowder huh. on top of like it, like a thick chowder. Yeah, interesting. It was very thick. Yeah. Wow. But yeah, what? What? We're in New England. You're throwing me off without the glasses now. No. <laughs> you can't see yourself. <laughs> oh goodness! Chowder on top. Yeah. Really? Swear to God, there's no carnival eats. Okay. Yep. Right. Yep. Okay. I know it's crazy. I just uh, it's. <laughs> so, do we have any idea of a potential opening date? Well, June fourth. June fourth. I'm just kidding. You heard I, am almost, I almost bought, <laughs> I almost bought into that one. Well, uh, we're hoping to uh, literally start uh, de- deconstructing the bar on Thursday, and we've we've said that like 60 days would be an aggressive time frame for what we're trying to do, mm. which is part of why the Indiegogo would be very helpful for funding. Um, but my birthday is June 13th, and I would love to be able to serve people on my birthday. I think that would be fantastic. So. Aim high. Now, Aim do you have high. to do much to the kitchen, or is it just the, the front of the house? Uh, actually, the the kitchen, we're rearranging, and we're swapping out some equipment, and mm-hmm. that's that's not going to be the hard part for us, assuming we can get uh, the approval that we need for the smoker and whatnot. And, yep. you know, once that all w- once that is all done, then we're pretty much ready to rock as far as the kitchen goes. We did a, a redesign of what we want the layout to be, uh, the equipment we want to, you know, take out and bring in, and just super excited about that. Um, you were talking about the menu, and I wanted to bring something up because last time I was here was a great experiment for me for one item that I want to make sure to get to. Every that, goddamn week. Sorry. <laughs> train professionals this first day. So yeah, Just eat the, eat the salsa. Uh, so you were saying, Sean. Yeah, well, now he's going for the salsa right here. So Dripping everywhere. That is killer salsa. So this is like really that. cool um, that we're doing this. What I wanted to do, like, a taco place should have chips and salsa, right? But this salsa right here is not a cooked salsa. It's a fresh salsa. Huh? That's kind of neat. Do, uh, Johnny, you want to try this? I never knew salsa was cooked. I never knew. That I didn't know. I just knew it came in a jar and I stuffed it in my pile. (laughs) Just like so. It is good. It's got a very good flavor. I don't want to crunch it. Thank you. It, it's kind of a unique thing. I was pretty excited uh, to, 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 to make it. Uh, the, first, the first batch was kind of funny. So I, got, I, I was given a recipe by some very cool people, uh, Craig and Terry, who own, uh, operate uh, Grande Mexico, a wonderful place in the Haverhill Plastile line on 125. And uh, Craig said to me that this was one recipe that he really liked um, – that they don't use in the restaurant. So he, he promised uh, to get me the recipe and he did. And that was fantastic. And the first, <laughs> first time I went to do it, here's the thing. The recipe calls for say eight plum tomatoes, five vine raping tomatoes, Vidalia onion on and on and on. And then it gets to the point where we're talking about uh, ingredients that really, uh, this is a good way to protect a family recipe. Let's say is that salt to taste pepper to taste, mm-hmm. cilantro to taste. Well, I've never made a giant batch of salsa before, so I have no idea what 
what oh yeah like literally no idea i i never made salsa all the things i made i never made salsa before i've made pico you know stuff like that so i made a first batch and it was just incredibly salty it was so salty but a lot of people really loved it so i knew we were on the right track i took it over to uh modern butcher in newburyport and we just sort of served it out to some people along with scotch eggs and that was really a fun day uh, then I got to thinking, when I go to make batch two, I thought, well, let's be smart. Instead of putting all the salt that you put in, let's make a half batch and adjust accordingly, right? So I'm working on this at two in the morning, and I'm doing my half batch. So instead of eight plum tomatoes, I got four. I can do math with the calculator on my phone. That's helpful. And uh, I'm going through everything, and I get a phone call, which surprises me at two in the morning. Um but I take the phone call. I'm a little you know, distracted is a good way to put it. And I'm down to the very last ingredient, which is pepper. So I hang up the phone call and I look at my recipe and it says quarter cup of pepper. Boom. Quarter cup of pepper right in the batch. <laughs> oh, oh the second you do it. It's not like an onion where you could like pick some take pieces out. out. It's all in there. Yeah, it yeah. is all, all in there. So, yeah, what I decided to do was adjust on the fly. So what I did was I put in extra hot peppers. So I ended up with a spicy salsa that was obviously quite peppery. Mm -hmm. So batch four, um, I think I got it kind of dialed in. Yeah, I think so. I'd say that is yeah. absolutely delicious. Hey, Sean, can you talk to me about pork belly? Pork belly. I, I, I'm on the Indiegogo site, and I see this beautiful pork belly. Yeah. yeah. What are you going to do with the pork belly? Oh, boy. So, it's talking sexy to me. <laughs> pork belly. Um, I am a huge fan of pork belly. Um, I've been doing a number of different things with it, um, including this weekend, um, taking the recipe that we used to do at Lobster Q, that we serve something called pork belly bites as an appetizer, which I can certainly see that happening exactly the way we used to do it. But... This weekend, we turned it into a pork belly taco as well. And I got to tell you, it was amazing to me. Um, I love that carnitas and the, the pork belly, the way we do it. I've never had it done the same way that we did it anywhere else. So that was a lot of fun. So right. we'll make sure to get you some. I do enjoy chorizo in a, a taco. Yeah. You got some chorizo ones? All right. So this is actually a, a challenge for me. This is a real challenge. Let me ask you, when you get chorizo in a taco or yes. something, is it usually ground? Yes. Ground up, right? Correct. Okay. And usually, you know, they'll do it on a flat top, so it has a little crisp to it texture-wise. Yeah. yeah. All right. How about you guys? I've never had chorizo in a taco. No? No. I've never had chorizo in a taco either, but you have my attention. <laughs> yeah, there's a place I've go gone to that has chorizo and egg chorizo and egg oh it's delicious wow yeah they'll cook up the chorizo on the flat top yeah. and then throw some fresh egg there yeah. stir yeah. it all yeah. up and throw it in the taco now that oh that sounds awesome so now we're talking about a bloody mary brunch bar at the, the texas <laughs> place hey. well maybe it's a brunch special it could be. not a bad could not be. a bad deal now why does that give you some uh complications or um Okay, so food is all a matter of taste. Beer, uh, 
tequila, bourbon, uh, the salsa. If, if if it wasn't your thing, that's okay. It's for me. Did I execute what I was trying to execute? And I feel good about that. Now chorizo for me, it's like it sounds delicious. Mm-hmm. You know, I've done chorizo scotch eggs, things like that. And uh, I was thinking about having a chorizo taco, but I haven't got it right yet. I haven't got it right yet. And as mm-hmm. you said, when you go out and get it, usually it's a ground up yeah. chorizo. And so when I have that, oftentimes it's salty, bland, yeah. but you don't get any of the sensation of biting a piece of chorizo. Right. You don't get any snap. You don't get any crunch. So I am sourcing different uh, types. And this is a fun experiment because now I'm making chorizo tacos, right? Mm. And I'm trying to figure out the best way yeah, to you need prepare. Any taste testers, I'm yeah, available. You, yeah. I, I <laughs> you want every Tuesday at five. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> you know where to find me. And if you want to check out any ideas, my friend Paul here, also AKA Leprechaun. Leprechaun. He has a YouTube channel, Leprechaun TV. Yeah. He said he. Um, He's done tons of chorizo tacos, burritos, and quesadillas. Okay. And pretty sure he does them all on so Blackstone. Have him call in. <laughs> <laughs> Ooh, we can't have him call in and drop some knowledge on me. No, but he uh, all all the videos right there on his on his thing. So you check that a little research. Who's wh- who's that again? Leprechaun TV. Leprechaun TV. All right, I'll definitely do that. Definitely do that. Yeah, so I I guess what I'm looking for is like you can't put a chorizo sausage in there. I mean I mean you could, I suppose, but I think that's just put the whole thing in there. Like the whole ratio gets kind of screwed yeah. up and then yeah. when you take it out of the casing and you get the crumbles, I'm I'm I I don't know. I'm, it, yeah. So I mean, what if you what if you kind of uh Smoke I mean, it and blackened it a little bit. Chorizo bites, you know, kind of like chunks. a hash. Yeah. Right. So there's and there's there's the dilemma because in doing that sometimes when you cut some of the sausages and then you start to cook them they peel in weird directions mm-hmm. so i'm looking for one that can be cut but to larger pieces that will then stay in the taco and not fall all over the place and still have some depth of flavor you know mm-hmm. i just i don't want i don't i don't I don't want salty but and bland. If I, and if, if I use the taco tuck, can't I hold the stuff in the there? The taco tuck is very helpful. Yeah, I thought it We're would be. <laughs> <laughs> Next time I'm here, we'll do a hands-on demonstration of the oh, taco I'd tuck. I like that a lot. That'll be gripping and compelling <laughs> podcast TV. I'm trying to figure it out. I'm trying to get the, the virtual taco here. <laughs> taco <laughs> tuck. It's going to yeah, start them. a gang war in a minute. So. <laughs> 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 but. <laughs> That's pretty cool, man. So yeah, keep us posted on when uh, when we're getting closer to the opening day. Absolutely. Yeah. And um, there is one thing that you're going to be psyched that I'm going to tell you we are going to put on the menu. I've been working really hard, scientific research purposes, working really hard to be able to peel hard-boiled, soft-boiled eggs efficiently. Mm-hmm. And the reason I want to do that is I want to offer scotch eggs in the cantina. And mm-hmm. as you know from what I brought before, I don't do the brand, bland breakfast sausage, hard-boiled egg. You know, I do. I use a uh, spicy sausage with lots of flavor uh, wrapped around a soft-boiled egg 
wrapped in bacon and rubbed and smoked. And it's phenomenal. It's one of these things you just, you can't believe you've never had that in your mouth before. It's like and a breakfast sandwich without the carbs. It, it really is. It's health food. Oh, without the people. It's, <laughs> it's keto friendly, low carb, uh, high protein. Yeah. And uh, I like to tell people it's fat free. You're not lying. <laughs> no, no. You, you pay for the protein. You pay for the carbs. You get the fat for free. Yep. <laughs> yep. Totally fat free. So I want to do that, but I need help. And I would, if, if, if people are checking this out, um, here's a thought. So we're a Tex-Mex place. It doesn't make sense to call this thing a scotch egg since we're not actually making a scotch egg. And we're talking about a Tex-Mex theme. So a name we're trying to name it and we we spent on sunday my wife wrote down uh like 15 or 20 names that we were just all kicking around the table so i'd love to love to hear your thoughts if you have oh what can gotcha. this cantina meatball explosion be called so please hey. please don't try and do it right now <laughs> no but if they listen, have the people that are yeah. watching come yeah, up we'll with get a couple names out yeah. there all right maybe yeah. they'll, maybe they'll get a little something We'll figure, yeah, we can figure something out. Alamo egg. Like like what, Mike? (laughs) I don't know. Uh, You just heard it. Mike offered to give you a little something. Yes, I did. uh, Here we go. I can back down. Family friendly. Pit life. (laughs) You'll get get pit pit life. life. Pit life. (laughs) Oh, hey, how about this? If if one of those uh, little pop-ups there has a name and we end up using it, then I'm going to make sure you get scotch eggs on the house. How's that? Mm, Except they won't be scotch eggs. They'll be whatever you need, <laughs> which is win-win because now you're famous. So that's good. Perfect. Nice. <laughs> nice. Nice. All right. Well, John, thank you it. for joining us, brother. Yeah, thank you very yeah. much, Sean. Yeah. Sweet. That's it for this week, folks. We'd like to thank you all for joining us. You can catch the video feed on Facebook, YouTube, and catch the audio on iTunes, Podbean, Spotify, Speaker, Stitcher, iHeartRadio, and other podcast sure. catches. On social media, find us on Facebook, YouTube, Instagram, at Pit Life Barbecue. We'd love to hear from you. Please send your questions and comments to Podcast at gmail.com. And also, please subscribe, like, rate, and review. Hit that share button. Spread the word. And when Hoppy's Cantina opens, keep following it on Facebook. It's 11 Elm Street, Amesbury, Mass. Right downtown, baby. All right. And until next week, keep keep the smoke smoke rolling. The views and opinions expressed by the hosts, guests, or callers of this program do not necessarily reflect the opinions of the Studio 21 Podcast Cafe, the United Podcast Network, its partners or affiliates.